Welcome to Game Opinions episode 65. I'm your host, Calman, and today I'm back again for another episode of Game Opinions. In today's episode of Game Opinions, I'm finally going to get to talk about something I've wanted to talk about for two years. Of course, back then, it was going to be more of a, is this game really as bad as people are saying it is type episode. But in this episode, because of all the different developments with Fallout 76, I'm going to talk about if this game has been properly redeemed and if this game is now worth playing or not. So with that, let's just get right into Fallout 76. So Fallout 76 had a really rough launch. You can go back and listen to our worst game launches in history episode, which was a few episodes ago, where we basically talked about some of the worst video game launches in history, most recent history. Obviously, there's probably a huge list that you can probably add to that episode, and who knows, maybe at some point in time, we'll have a part two, I'm sure that will happen. But Fallout 76 was one of the ones that came to our recent memory. And with good reason, it was just so much more beyond the game. But if you wanted to kind of listen to all the crazy things that occurred during the Fallout 76 launch in like, I guess, greater detail, definitely head on over and check out that episode. It's just the worst game launches in history. But Fallout 76 was basically blasted by the game's media when it came out. And really for good reason, it just wasn't a great game and it was really lacking a lot of content. Now, when I first saw these reviews, ironically, it kind of made me just want to try the game out for myself just to see if I liked it. And I was kind of getting swept away by the concept of Fallout 76, not so much the execution of Fallout 76. So when I say concept, having an online Fallout game sounds really fun to me. And it's, you know, it sounded really fun to me back then. And I was really enamored with the idea of being able to play Fallout with my friends. Now, obviously, there was a, a issue with Fallout 76 in terms of I really wish there was more worthwhile content in the game because, you know, one of the biggest memes is Todd Howard saying there's no NPCs in this game. And while that's not necessarily true or wasn't necessarily true back then because, you know, you did have like Mr. Handys and stuff like that, but there was no human NPCs in the game that you could actually go and communicate with directly. So with that, it made the missions very limited. It made things a little bit more repetitive. You were looking for audio clips. You were looking for notes and, and terminal entries. It was not the typical Fallout experience where you have these kind of goofy characters or you know, these poorly animated characters. You know, there was just some kind of like missing piece that kind of made this feel more isolated and desolate, but mostly empty, lacking worthwhile content for you to experience. It was it was odd because despite these shortcomings, I really had fun with the game when it came out, despite all these bad reviews and despite the worst launch that you could potentially have that went beyond the game. You know, it goes from the pre-order bonus not delivering on what it said, which then led them to try to correct that, which then led to accidental doxing of the people that were trying to get their better pre-order bonus bag. There's just various things that went into this game that just made it a mess. But despite all those issues, despite the terrible reviews, despite people just not liking the game, despite all the bugs, the game-breaking bugs that this game had, and the game just did not run as it should. There was just serious issues, just overall shortcomings of the game. Despite all that, I still enjoyed the game. I still had enjoyable moments with the game, and I still wanted to stick with the game because I did see that there was potential there. Despite all these problems... 
the actual bones, the actual locations, the actual mechanics. And I always point out the VAT system, how it kind of makes more sense now because it doesn't freeze time. I thought all of those things were implemented really well. I, I think that there was a solid foundation similar to No Man's Sky where there was potential for them to do something. My biggest issue was that I just wished that Bethesda put 76 in a better position to be successful. And they really dropped the ball in that. And I think they did damage the Fallout name quite a bit with the launch of Fallout 76. And I don't know if that will ever truly be amended, which kind of sucks because Fallout is a really good franchise. I know there's a faction of fans that love the 2D games and a faction of fans that love the 3D games. I've only played the, the 3D games, so I can't speak to the 2D games. But I wanted Fallout 76 to be really successful because I don't want the idea of a multiplayer Fallout game to just go away because I do believe in it. A lot of people say it doesn't work, and I, I disagreed with them at the time, and I still do. I think an online Fallout game does work. It just had to be executed properly, and unfortunately, when this game came out, it just wasn't. So basically, I ended up kind of moving on from Fallout 76. You know, a lot of times you play a game and you kind of have this new game high. And I, I think I talked about this before, where it's like you first start playing a game and that game all of a sudden, it presses all the right buttons in your head and you're like, this is awesome. I love this game. There's nothing negative about this game. Now, obviously Fallout 76 did not have that uh, going for it. Uh, this game definitely had a lot of shortcomings, like I like I just said. Um, but there was still an aspect of you get to play with your friends, and there's something special going on here. I think I'm maybe being a little bit too positive with the game. So eventually, I feel like that kind of wore off. I still kind of stand by like the whole mechanics being good and all that, but there was definitely something that just kind of clicked or unclicked with this game. You know, I stopped playing it. And there was issues with missions where, you know, you have to kill a character, they're already dead, you try to load back in, they're still dead, you can't kill them, you can't progress in the story, and then you just kind of get tired and you move on. You try to do some of these side missions, and, you know, I think Fallout 76 has an issue, and it's, it, I think it still has an issue, where a lot of the missions, it suffers from, like, MMO problems, where it's, like, more of, like, an MMO style of mission, and I don't think MMO missions are necessarily bad, but I think that they have a large quantity of missions, but the quality of the missions and the actual story, they're very anticlimactic and there's no real cool conclusion. They're in there, but there's not really any big story elements where you're just like shocked to your core. That's kind of how I think of Fallout 76 and a lot of the MMOs where they just kind of seem lacking in the story department in terms of major things happening. It's kind of like Uncharted Golden Abyss on the PlayStation Vita. I wouldn't say it's a better Uncharted game than the other ones on the consoles because the biggest thing that happens in Uncharted Golden Abyss is that like a bridge falls down. There's no like train going off a track or you're crawling up the train to get on a cliff. There's nothing like that. There's no you know, crazy sequence at the end where people turn into these cursed beings. It, it, it's nothing like that. And obviously, you know, Fallout does have some pretty crazy things in there. But I'm just saying in terms of missions and in terms of, you know, what they had to offer, mainly back then, it just kind of suffered from like that MMO, like glossed over type of story, which I'm not really a huge fan of. So I definitely think that they had some problems, you know, in terms of like, like I said before, worthwhile content. There was missions, but 
they weren't really worth doing. So I basically kind of gotten away from Fallout and, you know, I had hope. And even when starting off the game, I was like, I'm going to stick with this game. I believe in this concept. I believe that Bethesda is going to fix their stuff. I, I'm going to be here and be a part of this when they start rolling in awesome new updates. You know, I think they're going to bring in human NPCs because the other vaults are going to open and it just fits so conveniently in their story. Ultimately, that happened in terms of them releasing more content but I did not go back until later on. Now, why did I decide to go back to Fallout 76? It seemed like I kind of did everything I needed to do with the original base game and I was kind of burned out on it. But I I actually have been thinking about going back to Fallout 76 since I stepped away because it's a game I spent full price on. Not a lot of people spend $60 on Fallout 76. You can buy it in a bargain bin for 10 bucks, but I spent the full 60 on it. And despite me purchasing games and and having you know various games that have been in that price range that I have not completed this game really kind of irked me because Bethesda was actively fixing it they put wastelanders in there which was this expansion that added NPCs and storylines and just made it more like an actual Fallout game. And then they added another, Steel Rain, which brought in the Brotherhood of Steel. And then I saw at E3, they're going to be adding a Pit expansion in 2021. So there was content that was lined up, and it seemed like this game all of a sudden had so much life to it, so much content that now it seemed like it would be worthwhile picking up. But I just didn't know when the right time to do it was, because this is a game that it does kind of require quite a bit of time to be poured into it in order for it to actually be worthwhile. And I didn't want to start picking it up again if I wasn't going to actually go through the story. I wanted it to be worthwhile. So I'm currently in a situation where it just kind of started to make sense. Currently, I don't have a next gen or I guess current gen system. I just have PS4, PC, my Switch, you know, which is it's a lot of lot of different platforms to have. But I don't have the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X. So I have time now to kind of go through my backlog of games. And at the top of that list, Fallout 76 was lingering there, especially with all the new developments that the game has. So I decided to go back. I decided to try out these new storylines and try to see what I thought of the game. And I was pretty excited about it because I missed Fallout. I haven't played Fallout for a while. And I really was a strong believer in 76 despite abandoning it. So after picking up the game, what has changed? And I have to first say stability is definitely a big thing I've noticed that has changed. Now, I also want to kind of throw it out here that there is kind of an element here that may make my judgment of the game's performance a little bit more harsh than how it actually is. Because I am playing this on PC, and when I built my PC originally, I made the wrong choice in CPU. I just put the wrong one in the cart and bought it. And this CPU is not aging very well. And I think that I definitely need a new CPU because it it just seems like it kind of bottlenecks or it just doesn't perform as well as the whole system could, um, you know, if I had like a, a better CPU. So the game does lag a little bit. But once again, I think that's mainly due to my CPU or my hardware. Not so much the game itself, but of course it could be the game. It could be poor optimization. It could be a whole bunch of different things. It's really hard to tell, but I definitely notice a performance improvement when I do lower the settings a little bit. So I kind of just lower the settings to the point where I think the game still looks really good and kind of go from there. 
So I think it is the mainly the CPU. So I can't really speak of how this game plays with optimal hardware. And eventually I probably will at some point. So with stability, it comes less disconnections, which really wasn't a giant problem when we played originally. But I definitely notice smoother connections overall. The AI does what they're supposed to do, which is like really cool. They don't walk around like scarecrows, which is like really nice. I've noticed just like, you know, less glitches. And really the, the biggest change here is more worthwhile missions. With all these story missions now, there is actually missions that are worth going through. It's worth reading the, the terminals and worth picking up the audio logs because now they're not the primary source of storytelling. They are now complementing things that you are being presented with. It just works so much better in harmony with actual story mission, which is great. There's greater enemy variety now. You have various types of human NPCs that you can fight, like it's a, you know cultists and you know just a whole bunch of different enemies now, which is just so much better. And one thing I think people would really like if they haven't gone back to 76 is that the dialogue options are back to more of a classic Fallout format. Uh, once again, I can't speak to the 2D, the 2D games because I'm not really sure how the dialogue operated, but this is more along the style of Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas and not so much the style of Fallout 4. A big complaint with those dialogue options in Fallout 4 is that you had four very similar dialogue options and when you would answer, you wouldn't really get the same response that the choice indicated. So it never really changed much in the story. I feel like with the dialogue options in this one, similar to how it was in 3 and New Vegas, there's actually some pretty different effects and different choices that make for different outcomes with what you're saying. You can say something completely off the wall. It seems like you can actually be like kind of bad in this game, where in Fallout 4, you could just kind of be like a, a dick in a way. So it's really neat that they've actually added a dialogue option that feels like you have greater control over the outcome of the story. Another th uh, feature that I've actually really enjoyed as well is just greater camp customization, uh, you know, miscellaneous structures and shelters. And the shelter aspect is really cool because you essentially have your own personal vault, which you can customize. It boosts up your uh, camp budget. And they've just added a whole bunch of crazy things to the game. The thing with Fallout 76's uh, creation aspect is that I'm not really sure if this stuff is canon. And I mainly say that as a joke because you have like water slides now and just various other things that really don't make sense to have for like, you know, a camp or a shelter. But I just think it's really funny. I think that it's, it's, it's pretty hilarious. And some people are really mad about it, but this is a game I don't really think takes itself too seriously. But with all the uh, the different content that this game has added, this game just feels much more like a Fallout game. And I know there's certain elements people don't like. They don't like the, you know, the card perk system. But now you have the ability to change your cards around, change what abilities you have. And there's just certain things when you bring a game online, you have to change some of the core mechanics. And honestly, I prefer the way these cards are in terms of picking your perks more so than I liked how it was in Fallout 4, where you're kind of going through that chart. So, I mean, I like this as the alternative to what we had in 4. I definitely think that it just makes it more enjoyable. And now that you can kind of go back and basically recraft what your character does, reallocate points, it just makes the game more in-depth and you can really build something that you like. If you want to have an explosive build, you can. 
you want to have like a, a, a stealth commando class, you can. That's kind of what I'm doing right now. There's so many different builds that you can do. And because there's not a level cap, you can just keep acquiring these cards and essentially change whenever you want, which is really fun. And it adds a lot of replayability to this game because you can go in, you can change up how your character is and just play a completely different style. And I just think that adds value, especially if you're playing with your friends, you can kind of, you know, position yourself to, to fit into the group. You could be a certain specialized character, which I think is really cool. And you sacrifice things to gain, you know, strengths in other areas. I definitely like it. You know, I definitely like how you have the flexibility to do that now. I also like the, you know, the ability to have the private worlds, which is what I'm doing currently. I did get the Fallout First membership. You get extra items and some points to spend in the Atom Shop because some of those items are really cool that they have now. I do wish that they would include them just in game and you can unlock them. But, you know, they have to make money somehow. They have to continue the game somehow. And because they're just more or less aesthetic things, if you want these things, you can buy them. If you don't want them, you can just try to find what you can in the in the wasteland. But I definitely, I definitely like the ability to get some of these cool things. And it, it's a fun way to, I guess, I support the game now that it is kind of turned itself around. I just think that it's, it's overall just a, a better, more enjoyable experience. It feels more like Fallout. It feels kind of more like Fallout than Fallout 4 did in, in many ways. So I guess the question now is, is this game worth going back to? And is it worth picking up if you've never played the game before? And I just want to throw this out here that Fallout 76, while it is greatly improved, it is still not a perfect game. It still does suffer from some of those MMO style missions. It still has just issues in performance and it does have glitches and bugs. There was a situation where I was doing a mission and a character that I needed to access a terminal to open a door was behind the door that I needed them to open for me. And when this occurs, it's not as dire as when the game first came out, where it just seemed like you had to wait for a patch. Now you can back out of the game and go back in and kind of restart the mission from a certain point. Now, just because you restart the mission from a certain point doesn't mean that it's going to fix itself on the first try. There was one that I had to do two tries to get that mission to not glitch. This is just something that happens with Bethesda games. It seems like they are doing a better job at accommodating for it. Obviously, it's not ideal to have to replay portions of a mission because the game is glitching, but it's just kind of one of the things that you have to deal with with Bethesda's games. Now, I don't know if this is due to Bethesda's creation engine. I know that's a giant meme, and I, I actually did do some research on this on why the Bethesda's creation engine is so bad. And, you know, essentially, it seems like Bethesda uses the creation engine, one, because they're familiar with it, and two, because it's modular. It's easy for people to mod it. It's easier to, you know, accommodate that portion of their user base, which is so important to them. So if it's easier for the players to mod, it's easy for them to go in and fix things. However, it does seem like this may not have been the best engine of choice for this game, considering there's not really a ton of modding, but it might just be how it is. And I did look up a lot of things, and some people said this creation engine is super old, and it's been around since Morrowind, which, you know, is kind of not true because it it was just a different engine back then and as you go things get replaced and even though it's called the same thing the elements and different aspects of the engine are just different so basically the moral of that story 
about Bethesda's creation engine is that I don't know anything about game development and I don't know really anything about game engines and how they operate and how they work. I don't really know. I don't know if if the creation engine is really the main issue or if it's just poor optimization on Bethesda's part. I don't know. But basically all that to say the game still has issues. It's not perfect and unfortunately it never will be. But that being said, the game is greatly improved and it is night and day different than how it was when it first came out. This is a game that you can pick up, you can feel like you're playing Fallout, and you can play it with your friends. And the missions are good, the characters are good. There are some pretty funny missions in this game that just make you feel like you're playing Fallout 3 or Fallout New Vegas. It's like this could have been a mission in that. And that is something that I think is worth holding on to and something that gives you hope and at least gives me hope for the next expansions that will be coming out. And I haven't, and this is also a disclaimer, I have not played through Steel Rain. So I need to still play through Steel Rain. I'm kind of in the beginning portions of that. But there's actually missions that require some thinking and you actually have to go and explore. It's not just go to this terminal and grab this hollow tape. There is some depth to the story. There's some things that you can do. There's some side characters within the story. There's things that are worth looking into and checking out and reading up on, which is really exciting because that is a side of Fallout that I do feel like was kind of lacking because it was just the primary source of storytelling in the initial launch game. So it's great that they are doing that to compliment. So is this game worth going back to? Honestly, I have to say yes. I think that it's also good to get into this game now. If you're interested in Fallout 76 but have never played it, this is probably the best time to do so because one, you're gonna have Wastelanders, you're gonna have the Steel Rain, and then you're gonna have the Pit coming next year. And then of course, it looks like Bethesda's gonna continue this game for the foreseeable future. And if you finish all those and you're waiting on the pit, you also have custom worlds that just came out last week. And custom worlds, it looks like more of a modded type of gameplay style. I haven't really dabbled in it too much myself. I've I've mainly just been sticking to my private world. But that's something that you can go and something that you can enjoy. It's more content, more crazy things that you can do, probably make the game very fun. But I feel like there is so much content that you can enjoy. And that's not just those expansions that I'm talking about. You still do have the base game content with now having this additional content to the side. It probably will be a lot more enjoyable because you know you still have a ton of other content you can go to. And then, of course, you have companion missions and side missions and daily missions that you can do that make it a much more balanced experience. You have that core Fallout experience, and then you have more of an MMO-like experience in terms of its like daily missions, which I think altogether makes a much more strong package than it was originally. So I definitely think that now is probably the best time to get into it, because by the time you're done with Steel Rain and Wastelanders... The pit will probably be coming out. So that's that's something that is definitely worth looking into. And even if you just want a game to kind of play when there's like a lull in releases for your new console, Fallout 76 could definitely fill that void. And even if you just want to play this game by yourself, it's still enjoyable. Honestly, I do recommend trying to find a friend that will play it with you because I think that playing with other people is definitely the most fun but it still operates and functions pretty well as a single player experience. And there's also perks to kind of help single players as well. So it's uh, it's definitely worth getting into if you haven't gotten into it. So is this game redeemed? 
can I say that the story arc of redemption for Fallout 76 has been fulfilled? And while I think that this game definitely hurt Bethesda, it hurt the Fallout brand, which may never be repaired from this release, I think that this is a game that has definitely seen a lot of effort put back into it. And you can tell that Bethesda and ZeniMax are trying to get this game on track and are trying to give players good content to play, which I think is really good. So I think Fallout 76, consider it redeemed. This game is really good now. I don't think it's the best Fallout game. It still may be considered the weakest. I think that there's definitely elements that fans will like more than four. It's definitely worth getting into because there is a lot of worthwhile content for you to enjoy. So this won't be the last Fallout 76 episode we do. I'll come back probably and update you on how I think Steel Rain is, if anything has changed. But I definitely think that this game has improved to the point where I'm comfortable telling people it is worth to go and play it because it's going to be around for a while and it is actually decent now. And I'm sitting here at my desk with all of my Fallout bobbleheads out in the open. I have my Nuka-Cola bottles. I have my Pip-Boy. I have a light-up Vault-Boy. I have all my Fallout stuff, my Fallout collectible cards. I, bought, I brought out all this stuff while I was playing this game just to kind of feel that Fallout vibe because no other no other game franchise has these items in it that you just want. You just physically want these items because they look so cool. And it feels nice to be able to play this game and have all this stuff around me, even though it's also nice to not have clutter. But having this Fallout stuff around me gets me really in the mood to play the game. So I, I'm all in on Fallout 76 in terms of it being redeemed. I think it's definitely worth experiencing if you've never experienced it before. And even if you are kind of skeptical to go back and you started off like I did and you just were kind of burned by it, just give it another try because I think that it's worth getting back into. So I think on Fallout 76, I think I spoke my piece on it. Hopefully this kind of gives you an idea of what to expect if you want to go back to Fallout 76. It seems like a lot of people have gone back, but I, I will say that I kind of want to model game opinions now around having episodes dedicated to current events and then episodes dedicated to games or game franchises or other topics that don't relate to, you know, directly to current events and kind of just have it split. So I'm thinking about doing something like that. There's a few games that I wanted to talk about that are more older. And there's also some current gaming events that I wanted to talk about as well. So Game Opinions is going to kind of take a little bit of a different shape for the next few uh, weeks, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to getting back into it. I'm glad that um, you know we were able to record this episode today, and uh, hopefully this hopefully this helped you out to uh, decide if Fallout 76 is something that you're considering going back to. Um, but I definitely recommend it, and I think that this is uh, definitely worthwhile. So as always, thank you so much for listening in. Hope you have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you in the next episode of Game Opinions.